joining us now. He just hopped off the stage. Back in the hot seat. There's no breaks over here. We just saw actually out there, Davo Sweeney was doing a card trick on live TV with the other set. Do you have any card tricks? Are, are you a magician? Do you have any after yourself? Not a magician, no. No, it's not your thing. I might be able to do a card trick, but I don't know if I'd want to do it here. All right, we'll see. If, if anyone's watching out there, <laughs> if you can wait, bring wait, the cards it, in here, maybe we'll test him. It depends how much bourbon is in the room. It, it, it yeah. depends on the, the difficulty of the card trick. That's how that works. <laughs> now you see it, now you don't. That's it. That's how that works. <laughs> Coach, let's go football first. Um, you know, it's interesting the difference of a year, right? Tons of expectations last year. This year, I get a sense you guys are flying underneath the radar a little bit. But there's a lot of interesting pieces back. Do you feel more comfortable where people aren't buzzing about you? You just say, listen, let's get to work and go get after people. You know, I don't know if I prefer one over the other. I do think we're a chip on the shoulder type program. Uh, we do feed off of people not thinking we're, we're wimpy. We think we're going to end up. Um, but I did enjoy the challenge of the opposite as well. You know, and as we know, these predictions don't mean a lot other than conversation for right now you got to get on the field and play and in our case we had to endure some tough injuries that kind of changed the course of what we might have been offensively so it was a very successful season when you look at what we overcame um, but I enjoy this team like this it's unique I, I want to follow up with that too the, the one thing I've known and appreciate about your teams and you tried to start this from day one when we got to Raleigh was we're going to be tough at the point of attack yeah I think looking backwards, if you probably did a critique and we'll get into this, being able to run the football, that, that tough third and two, uh, I, I, you know, I get a sense I can't wait to see what you guys do this year as far as, I hey, guess what, we're going to be tougher up front and get after people. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, uh, I believe in building a football team from the inside out. You know, your center, your nose guard, your middle linebacker, your quarterback, and and. I want to run the ball when I want to run the ball. You know, it's one of those things. If we have to throw for 400 yards to win, that's fine. But, yeah, when there's these tough third and ones, fourth and ones, yeah. So that's been something we've talked a lot about. Coach and I and Coach 2J both understand where my philosophy is on that and what we would like to do and do better. What is something that you've learned about Robert and I now that you've been with him? Obviously, you know of him. You played against him through the coaching world. Everyone knows each other. But something you've learned that you didn't know about him before. Well, I found this out at an event I was at uh, that I guess he's a world-class ukulele player okay. uh, and plays the guitar as well. I haven't seen him do it yet, but I've had several people come up and ask me if I've had that um, happen yet. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him do that, but I haven't yet. And now, wait a minute. Third and two, if you look down there and he's over there at Strumman, <laughs> Strumman. Tim, you're going to say, hey, wait. There might be some wait, signaling wait. going on. We're like that, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, Robert's been great for our staff. Yeah. and really fits in well and some people know this some don't but his son is the line coach at Campbell's and you're actually living there so he's got his four grandchildren there and his son it's been great for their family we've also talked about your quarterback room and, and competition which again goes back to what we just talked about point of attack physicality yeah. uh, and when you can get to a situation where you say guess what you know what this is all going to take care of itself that's why each and every practice makes sense I know that's one of the things that you're really excited about this team yeah, I mean, the season ended and we lost two quarterbacks to the portal. All of a sudden, we were very young. And I'm uh, very excited about what Brennan brings from an experience standpoint to that position group and the knowledge of our offense. But also the way that MJ's picked it up and the way he's competing and the future that he has in our program. So those two guys bring a, a, a really good one-two in there. And I think to have an older guy and a younger guy working together sets up 
you know, really nicely for MJ for the future. And even Styles, right? I mean, you can really cause some issues where, hey, you put the other defensive coordinator on notice that, hey, we can beat you running, we can beat you throwing it. Well, yeah, and as you know, Brennan can throw it pretty good, too. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, last year we dealt with something I haven't in my tenure at NC State. I mean, I've had healthy quarterbacks until, you know, Devin's two injuries. And Brissett never had a problem. Family never had a problem, you know. So last year I hope was all of them rolled into one. And uh, hopefully we don't have to deal with that with, uh, with our guys this year in that room. You paid your QB injury tax. I think you're good to go. Um, you brought a couple of defensive guys here with you today as yeah. well, and Peyton Wilson and Aiden White. And I know the number is 49% of your defensive production returning, but I know you have plenty of dudes waiting in the wings. But for those two guys, how much have you relied on them to really take the reins? Obviously, you want your players to, to be part coach on the field too. There's good experience coming back. You know, we lost some very good starters on defense, but we did rotate several players. And there were guys that missed for injuries that are, even though they're not listed as starters to us, they are. Devin Boykin is one of those guys. Uh, I think our defensive line is going to be really good. I'm super excited about that. And then the opportunity for some guys like Devin Betty, a middle linebacker who played behind Isaiah. Uh, Isaiah Moore for so many years to step up now and be a guy, you know, to see what Jalen Scott's going to do as a starter. Um, it, you know, I think there's some names maybe that our fans know that maybe the country doesn't that could really shine. You know, it, we get into this time of the season, it's talking season, we start looking at schedules and everybody's got a crystal ball. And like you said, nobody knows squat in July, much less early August until camps open up. But here's what I absolutely do know. I know that your fan base is hungry and incredibly supportive. I know you've sold out every ticket. Yeah. I've seen the scoreboard upgrades and everything you've done with Carter Finley. And I'll say it again, I think you got the best home schedule in the ACC. I mean, this is a great year if you got a season ticket yeah. or a ticket to an NC State home game. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, we, we've got Notre Dame, Louisville, Miami, Carolina, uh, Marshall. I mean, Clemson. Clemson, yeah, yeah, a bunch of teams coming into town. We sold every ticket, as you said. Uh, last year, they put in the lights that go on and off, the red lights, and Sounds now you got fun. the stadium and the sound system. Yeah. It's going to be incredible there, and our student section's awesome. But these fans are fired up. It's the most tickets we've ever sold at this point in the year in school history. What's your, what are your emotions, your feelings like at this time of the year? Because you get done with this today. Sort of maybe you get a little bit of a week to, to reset before you get out on the field. What are your personal emotions and feelings at this time of year? You know, uh, it's kind of like I want to get on the grass. I want to see what we have. I mean, our strength coach has done a great job with these young men this summer and his staff. You, you coach them through the spring. You bring them in and tell them, here's where you need to get better. And then you hand them off to the strength staff and then you get them back. And it's like, did it happen? You know, you want to <laughs> see what you got. And we've got some new players, too, that we haven't coached yet. So we get to see them. But, you know, it's just kind of a hurry up, you know, um, the calm before the storm, I guess you'd say. But. I'm anxious to get on the grass and coach football. I mean, all I've been doing is raising money for two months, and I'm ready to go coach. I, I want to follow up with that because you and I were talking before you came on, uh, and I was watching, living vicariously through video and uh, pictures and everything. Else. The fundraiser you have with Philip Rivers and yeah. the name, image, and likeness—it's a whole new universe that we're in right now. It, can talk about that a little bit because Philip Rivers, legendary quarterback, and congratulations to Team Phillips. They're expecting their tenth child. Sure, there, there's got to be an NC State player in that group out of the ten. Well, look at this with the cowboy look at this hat look on. right here. Now let me. Now listen. I know <laughs> Kevin Costner is out at Yellowstone. Right there is the filler. I mean, you got this thing down to a science. Yeah, I'll step in if he wants to step out. <laughs> but no, it was a great night. It was a, Scotty McCreary was our 
Singer and Chandler James, another North Carolina singer that was there for us. They're great fans. And, and um, Scotty obviously went to NC State. But then we brought back a, a bunch of alumni and current NFL players. Uh, and and Philip was the headliner from that group and had 300 fans, donors in there and had an auction, had some concert, great food. Our two collectives did a tremendous job, um, raised a bunch of money. It was awesome, but it took a lot of time getting that thing together. And so different times, man, like, you know, used to have an off season as a coach. There isn't one anymore. You just shift what you were doing into something else. But but it's also an indicator, like I said, of how hungry NC State Wolfpack fans are. The number one, let's get this thing cranked up. And you've done a solid, consistent job. And now it's like, hey, let's get this thing to the next level, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we all want to win a championship right. at NC State, and I think everyone's working together to try to make that a reality. Speaking of Philip Rivers, he's a couple of kids that you could probably start recruiting about this time, right? <laughs> I can't talk about that because they're recruits <laughs> now, but he does have a son that's starting for him as a freshman quarterback this yeah. year. So we're excited to see Philip as the head coach and his son play for him. And, Wolfpack Nation is so proud of him. Yeah. Uh, the, the whole division thing, I, I know it was got, we knew what we were going to do with schedules and all the stuff. We went through NC State's schedule. You like the fact that we got no divisions? I love it. You know, for me, <laughs> we, we finished second in league wins twice in my tenure and not been able to go to the championship. Um, I just think getting it done on the field between the teams that have earned that right is the right way to do it. And Excited for the league. I think it's going to generate a lot of fanfare at the end of the season to have that matchup, even if it is a rematch. Well, listen, we look forward to seeing you in Raleigh again. Great home schedule. Uh, always fun with NC State. The tailgate's great. Fans are awesome. And we always appreciate your time. Oh, thanks for having me. Go thanks, Pack. Chris. You got it. There's Dave Dorn.